0: Welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift and I am not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. Thank you so much for listening today and every day that you listen, not just because I'm getting listeners and having support. That's not what this is about. This is about you listening because you want to be a better dad every day yourself. And not that I have all the answers, to all the questions. Again, I'll remind you, I say I'm not the perfect dad. I do have stories to tell, and I do have things that I have learned. And whether you agree or disagree with some of the things that I have to say, you're getting content and information that you can say, this would be good to do, this would be good not to do. You can learn from the things that I say one way or the other. And the fact that you're listening, consistently listening, It's an indicator to me that you're being intentional about becoming a better dad. And that's what this is about. This is about you taking that extra time to say, you know what? This is important. This is worth it. I'm going to make sure that I'm a great dad for my kids, that I'm going to be the best dad that I can be. So by doing something small and listening to this podcast, whenever you listen to it, you're making a step in the right direction. By investing in yourself to make yourself a better dad, what you're really doing is investing in your kids and what that ultimately is achieving is you investing in the future. And that's where the name came from, Fathering Our Future, because as we work to become better dads, we're truly investing in making our kids better and developing them as good, great, better fathers and they'll be the ones... Who run the world when we're old and gray, or maybe you're already bald. So, sorry about that, but you get the point. They're going to be the future. And so, that's what we're doing. We're fathering our future. So, I am thankful if you listen to this podcast and you're a dad. If you're a mom, that's fine too. We need to mother the future as well. So, everyone who listens, thank you for doing that because it's an indicator to me that you're being intentional about bettering yourself and therefore bettering our future. So thank you for that. And along those same lines, I want to remind you and encourage you today of something that is simple. I'm not going to bring anything profound to the mic today, just a simple reminder that this is worth the fight. Your marriage is worth the fight. Your kids are worth the fight. Your family is worth the fight. And oftentimes, that's what life feels like it feels like a fight. It feels like you are in the midst of war, that there's an ongoing battle for your time, for your resources. And it gets tough. You have a career, you have a job, and you have dedicated hours for that. You probably have at least 40 hours a week that you work, sometimes more. And, you know, my perspective on that is it sucks. I don't like to work. Honestly, if I could do anything in the world, it would probably be this. Podcasting, teaching, traveling around to hold conferences. That's what I love. That's that's where my heart is. And one day I'll get there. That's the goal. But that's not how things are right now. And that's the thing. You know, we have our dreams and hopes and our desires. And that takes up some part of our time because we focus on them. We try to not not to ignore them. So... That plays a part. We have the job that we have to work. That plays a big part. We have the family that we have to tend to, and it gets tough because sometimes we forget about other things like, oh, we told this person that we would do this, or maybe we've overextended ourselves on obligations with other things that we do. Maybe it's community events. Maybe it's stuff with your church and you extend yourself, and you say yes constantly all the time, let me just give you this golden nugget. If you can get comfortable with telling people no, that will be a tremendous benefit to you, and also it's going to benefit the person you're telling no to, because what that makes them do is find somebody else who was qualified to do something, and sometimes that somebody else is somebody that they didn't even know had that Quality or capability. And so you're giving other people an opportunity to shine. Telling people no is not a bad thing, but we have this stigma in our mind that it is. So I'm telling you that it's not. Get comfortable with it and it will be a wonderful thing. It will be a great thing to add to your life. But we oftentimes say yes. And you could probably look at your life right now and say, I'm too busy it feels like I'm too busy. And the reality is, is you probably are, but the reminder for you is that your family, your kids, your wife, your marriage is worth the fight. Other than God, your family should be priority number one. And I'll talk a little bit about marriage because there are huge benefits to having a healthy, successful marriage that carry over into having healthy and stable and successful children. I'll get to that, but your family is worth the fight. I just want you to get that in your mind because they need to be the top priority in life. If work constantly pulls you away from your family, from your kids, maybe that's something that you should give some thought to. And I know people like to chase the career I know people, you know, we're in that hustle generation where, you know, if I can be at this 24-7, seven days a week, three, six, five, I'll get where I want to go. And sometimes we really don't have a destination. We just want to keep going and getting and going and getting. And the problem is, as you do that. And if you're not paying attention, you miss, you miss everything with your family. And that's not what you want to do because your family is worth the fight, more so than your career and your job. Your family is worth the fight. And so you have to do due diligence and looking at everything that you're a part of, looking at your list of priorities, and make sure you put family at the top. And the job's going to be a really close second because if you don't have a job and you don't have money, then you can't provide and take care of the family. That's priority number one. So you've got your family, you've got your job, and then you need to consider your time. Are you able outside of your job to do other things that you would like to do? I used to play basketball multiple nights a week. I don't go out and play basketball anymore. Do I love basketball? Yes. I played in high school. I love basketball. But I don't have time for that. There's probably some nights I could slip away and play and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But there's other things that I prioritize more than that, that when there is an opening in my schedule, I gravitate toward the higher priorities first. I like to do stuff in the house. I like to make the house nicer, add different, you know, knickknacks to the house build other things. I like to do that. It's just a personal hobby of mine. So if I do have free time, that often will trump the other personal things that I want to do that pull me outside of the house or pull me outside away from my family. You have to do the hard work and you have to set the priorities. But remember that priority number one has to be your family because your family is worth the fight. So let's talk about the marriage, being worth the fight. Now, I'm not going to run down and give you the full list of all of the benefits, because let me first say, being a husband is one thing. Being a dad is something different. But if you can visualize with me as if you're looking at a graph, there is an area where these two circles overlap. There's this gray area where the world of being a husband and the world of being a dad unite, they coincide, they overlap, okay? There's some similar things that happen within these two distinct roles. And for me, what I understand that to be are the benefits. If you fight for your marriage, if you aim and strive to have a strong and healthy marriage, there are benefits that carry over to you being a dad that get to your kids And this is important, and I know, let me go ahead and say, I'm not trying to dad shame anyone who's divorced at this point. If your marriage didn't work, that's okay, we're not going to talk about that, we're not going down that path. You can still have great kids, you can still be a better dad every day, and your kids can still be incredible, incredible, not dad shaming you, but if you are married, and you do have kids, and... Maybe you've thought about divorce. Maybe your mind's wandered there. Maybe there have been some arguments and conversations that have led down that path. Hear me out, because from my perspective, I think your marriage is worth the fight. And I understand that there are some exceptions to the rule. I would probably first aim for reconciliation. But if that's not achievable, then it's not achievable, and you do what you have to do. But I do think your marriage is worth the fight, and here's why. When you look at all the statistics of two-parent households, so you have a mom mom and a dad, the kids that come out of those households, the likelihood that they will be successful in every avenue of life compared to kids who come out of a single-parent home, they're exponential. And it's not just that, you know, they'll be successful and, you know, this is some nebulous concept that we all define for ourselves. It's they'll be successful in multiple areas. They'll be successful in how they're able to communicate and build relationships with other people. They'll be successful academically in school They're more likely to go to college. They're more likely uh, to further their education and do well in furthering their education, not just scraping by and, you know, trying to slip some money to the teacher saying, could you please pass me? No, they're actually going to be intelligent and they're going to have the discipline and they'll be responsible enough to put in the hard work to get the grade themselves. They'll be successful financially. They'll get the career, the job that they want to get, the likelihood that your kids turn out to be incredible adults within their communities that contribute and add value to their communities. If they come out of a two-parent home, if they have a mom and a dad who worked it out, who thought this is worth the fight, It's incredible the likelihood that they will have all of those things. Maybe you you don't even have all of those things right now, but if you fight for your marriage and you strive to have a strong, healthy marriage, the likelihood that your kids get all of those things, it's crazy. Look up the numbers. I don't want to tell you everything. I want you to actually take the time to go and you know, challenge what you're hearing from me because you putting in that little bit of extra work is going to make it stick a little more. So I'm going to give you a little bit and then I want you to go and actually see for yourself the benefits. And it's not just that they get benefits from having a two-parent home just because, you know, there is a mom and a dad. It depends on how you are as a husband. And I know a lot of times we think about marriage and sometimes you hear people say that it's a 50-50 thing right so you're in this marriage together and you're splitting responsibility that you both have to be on board and you're doing this thing together but you know the husband's got 50% of the weight the wife has 50% of the weight it's a really bad perspective it is a all or nothing type deal the husband should give 100%. The wife should give 100%. And if, if you're newly married, and maybe you've been married for a long time, but you still feel like you can't figure it out, I would just go ahead and give you this little nugget. I'm going to throw nuggets out today, so you know, get ready to catch them. But if you can learn to be selfless, that's the key. That's the key. If you can learn to be selfless, that is the key. That is the key to happiness and joy. That's the key to having a strong marriage. It's the key to being a great dad. There's other things, obviously, that play a part, but if you can learn to be selfless, that will take you places. So, you know, just go with me in this scenario. Sometimes this works out and sometimes it doesn't, but if, you know, it truly is uh, done the right way, it works every time. So, just imagine that you are entirely selfless in your marriage. So what this means is, yeah, you have things that you used to do before you were married that you like to do, that you would still like to go and do, but those are not your wife's preferences. Your wife wants X, Y, and Z. So as a selfless husband, your mission becomes to make sure she gets to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe it's her getting to go out and do things. Maybe it's Uh, her having things done for her. Use your imagination, X, Y, Z. It doesn't matter what it is, you fill in the blank. If your goal is to do all of those things for her and she in return is selfless and her goal is to do all the things that you want to do for you. It's like if you want to go and play basketball and your wife says, you know what? And this is not a slam on my wife. But if, if you want to go play basketball and your wife knows that and your wife works the schedule out, to where like one night a week she says, you know what, I am going to take care of the kids and get them all to bed. You go out and you have fun with the guys. It's when you're selfless and you make your partner's preference your goal and mission, you both end up getting what you want, but you get to give in the process. And really, it is much better to give than to receive. And I don't know if you've ever If you've never done this and you've never had this experience, I'm going to challenge you to go and do this. And it can be executed in other ways, but just the idea of just giving because you have a desire to help, because you have a desire to impact someone's life. So I had a buddy and he lost his job. He was trying to find work. It was a struggle. And it was difficult. I knew he was going through a difficult time, and I was talking to my wife about things, and I had prayed about some stuff, and I felt like I felt like I needed to help him out and you know we're not rolling the dough ourselves, so it wasn't going to be like it was going to be a a huge you know here's a gift, you know, go out and buy a car, it wasn't going to be anything like that, or go pay your mortgage. It wasn't going to be anything like that, and it wasn't anything like that, but I talked to my wife, and I thought, you know what, I'd like to take him out to dinner, just make sure he gets a, a good meal. I mean, I know they are eating, but I, I just, I want to have good quality time with my buddy. I want him to have a good meal and I want to give him $200. We looked at our budget. We didn't plan on giving $200, but we said we can make it work. We, we, we can move things around and we can make it work. So that's what I did. And, you know, He's the type of person. He's like, "No, you definitely don't have to do that." I was like, "Dude, shut up. Take the money and stop talking about it. We're talking about something else, but this is yours." And it it is so moving. It's so fulfilling to give when when you just give out of the goodness of your heart. You just do something extra. You're not obligated or responsible to do it. You just give because there's an opportunity to give. If, if you've never done that, please please try it. Because when you've done it and you've had that rush of fulfillment, it's as if you have found purpose in giving to others. And when you have that experience, it becomes a lot easier to be selfless. Because you realize giving is so much better in receiving, and it's humbling to receive. I've been on that end too, and it is moving as well. But to be the one who can give, it what I got in, in return for what I did for my friend was was priceless. It, it wasn't that you could have said, well, we'll give you $300 if you don't do it. No, because what happens when you give, It, it can't it can't be quantified. It it can't be. It's a remarkable thing. And if you haven't done it, please try it. And if you'll do that, I think it will help you in being a selfless person and being a selfless husband. And if you can get to the point where you can make it more about your spouse and not about you, I think you'll find that your marriage becomes stronger, healthier, and grows. It stays firm and solid. And that becomes an example to your kids because your kids are always watching you. They pick up things that you do. They listen. My my son, Frankie, me and my wife will will tell him different things and you know he'll just kind of like stare like off of the wall. And we're thinking, okay, that went in one ear, out the other, if it even made it in the ear to begin with. And then a month and a half later, he'll just regurgitate what we told him nearly word for word and ask us something about it. It's just like, um, how in the world <laughs> did you remember that when you weren't paying attention in the first place? Your kids listen all the time, whether it seems like it or not. They, they do listen. Uh, obeying and acting on that is a different thing that you have to work on, but your kids are listening. Your kids are watching, and they see the way that you and your wife interact, and they'll observe this. And in observing this, they will then make assumptions based off of what they perceive. So if they see you treat your wife like garbage, this may be an indicator, maybe to a daughter, that this is how it's supposed to be. Men are supposed to talk down to me, and that's just the way the world works. From the perspective of a son, maybe it's, oh... This is how I'm supposed to talk to women. This is how I'm supposed to treat women, when that is definitely not true. So you become this role model, whether you want to be that role model or not, you are called to be that role model as a husband and as a father to your kids. So it is vital that you are respectful to your wife, that you're someone that she can respect in return. It's important that you lead in a way to where she can submit to the authority that you have. It's important that you're the role model of masculinity in the household. Your sons should know how to be men because they've seen you be a man and a husband every single day of their lives. It's not just about them perceiving you on how to be a father and then them having that criteria for when they get to that point in their life. It's, it's about them developing as a person. Your sons and your daughters, they will see the way that you interact with your spouse and they will adopt those practices themselves. That's just the way that it works. So be honorable, have integrity, strive to do things the right way. My pastor said something that I think, he says it, actually it was my great uncle who said it, but it's been regurgitated by many other people. You're never wrong to do the right thing. And when it comes to your marriage, do the right thing. Even even if there's a moment where you want to be a little vengeful, even if there is a moment where maybe your wife slipped up and did something that she shouldn't have done, that she said something to you that she sh- shouldn't have said and Maybe it just kind of pushed one of those buttons. Rather than losing your mind and trying to get back at her, maybe you just turn the other cheek. Maybe you just absorb the blow and try and do something nice for her in return. I know it's counterintuitive, uh, but believe it or not, Jesus was a pretty smart guy. And so, you know, when he gives that advice on how to deal with people, it's pretty much applicable across the board, whether their friends or someone you just met or someone that you're in a close relationship with, such as your spouse, your wife, turning the, the other cheek, doing good to those who do evil to you, being selfless, considering the other person more than yourself, just try it. I think you'll be amazed at what happens. So your marriage is worth the fight make sure you're doing things right there because your kids will observe that and they will learn so much from that relationship. But your kids are worth the fight too. Now, you know, your wife is number one because your wife's going to be there even when the kids are gone. So wife needs to be number one. But kids, you know, they're a very, very close second. But you have a responsibility as a dad too. I talked to a buddy of mine just the other day. And he was like, man, I work all the time. I'm traveling all the time. I'm driving all the time. He said, I I went home the other day. He said, my son ran up to me. And he said, hey, dad, can we play fight right now? And he said, it was something about the way he said it. It just crippled me inside. Because I thought, why is it that my son even has to ask this question because what he said is you know sometimes he gets he does manual labor he said sometimes I get home from work and I'm exhausted I'm tired I don't want to do anything I want to go and I want to sit in the chair I want to eat whenever I feel like I'm hungry I just want to kick my shoes off lay back and relax and sometimes that's what he would do he would just go home hey everyone how you doing okay great don't talk to me because I need, I need to relax. I'm tired. I've been working hard all day. And I know there's a lot of men out there, regardless if you do manual labor or not, you can have a mentally trying days and emotionally trying days, regardless of the career that you are in. And you go home, and some days you just want to relax. But he said, well, my son asked me as if he needed permission to be able to play with me. He said, that's when it dawned on me that I need to do more that I need to be more intentional about about being a better dad because my son shouldn't have to ask, "Hey dad, can I play with you?" He's like, "I'm his dad. I should be the person he plays with the most. I should be his best buddy when it comes to stuff like that. He said I should be the one who walks into the house and engages my son with play. He shouldn't have to ask permission." And so th- that that reminded me that along the lines of your kids being worth the fight, make sure, make sure that you're selfless in that relationship too. When you get home, I know you're tired. When you go out and you have a stressful day, I know, I know it's best to just stay away from people when you're irritable, when you're annoyed. But when you walk in the door, when you're with your kids, Whatever you have to do, whatever secret you have to to figure out, to get yourself to stop thinking about your own problems and your own self, figure it out. Because when you're with your kids, you need to be with your kids. I've talked about that before. It's not just that you're there. It's that you're with your kids, intentionally with your kids, involved with Your kids. That's crucial. So, whatever you have to do, my wife told me, my wife told me tonight actually, she said that my brother in law posted something on Facebook and he said, you know, I was having a, uh, well, basically their three year old started going around the house and started saying, Holy Spirit, activate. And he said, as soon as I heard that, I laughed so hard that all of my problems melted away. And that's an incredible thing that kids can do. But if you're with them, if you're listening, if you're paying attention, and you pick up on those things, and you hear about their day, and you forget about your day, it does something. And it's difficult sometimes to put other things first. I I can sympathize with that. My mind gets going, and it's hard to make it stop. And I'm thinking about my problems, and I'm trying to figure out solutions for what I believe to be, you know, issues within the family. Oh, well, we're trying to do this with the house, or oh, you know, we've got to pay this bill, or oh, we've got to have, you know, money for this in a few months. And oh, yeah, we want to try and take a trip and a vacation, and so, you know, what am I going to do to get to that point? Yeah, I have to get all my affairs in order. I'm supposed to also do this. You know, you go back to the beginning of this of this conversation where, you know, you have all of these other things that are fighting for your time and your resources and you're trying to be the big problem solver. That's that's what we like to do as men. We like to try and solve the problems and we find ourselves in that place as Mr. Fix-It. But we spend so much time sometimes trying to figure out the problems that we miss the moments that we're living in now. And while there is a time for all of those things, We have to make sure that we've prioritized the kids in the right spot. That, yes, there's a time for you to sit and think and figure things out. But when your kids are awake, when your kids are around, the time belongs to them, guys. The time belongs to them. Even if you get home late from work and you're exhausted and you're tired and you have an hour with your kids before they go to bed, make it a great hour. And then when they're asleep, then you can fall back into all the pain and agony that you experienced that day. And then you can think about it and sort things out. And sometimes, you know, there really is no tip that I can give you. There's no secret that I can give you. It's just the fact that you're aware of it. And, you know, they often say that this is the first step in, in change or solving a problem is awareness. If you can be aware of your situation, if you can be aware of your surroundings, your kids being present, and you can think to yourself, you know what, this is about them. They need this more than I need to figure out this problem right now. And that will always be the case. Give the time to them. Because your kids, they're worth the fight. Your marriage, it's worth the fight. Your family is worth the to fight. I know there's more that could be said about this, but I, there's no need for me to go on and on. I think I've triggered enough within your mind for you to think about things that maybe you get hung up with. Hobbies that maybe you haven't been able to let go. You You know what I'm talking about. You know your life and you know the schedule of your life, the business of your life. You're able to think right now and say, maybe I have prioritized this a little more than I should. Maybe my wife and kids aren't at the top of the list. Think about it and fix it because your family is worth the fight. Thanks for listening. This is Father in Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I hope you'll join me next time.